Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast. Um, this time we've got a sort of different episode for you. So we've decided to um, play Kids on Bikes as a campaign. So we thought it'd be funny to record each session and edit them into like stories for you to listen to. So you can follow along as we play. So that's the first one we've got for you today. But as usual, business first. The results of the Sopio poll are finally in. Oh, yes. Sopio. It's a close one. 57% haven't heard of it 43% have oh okay so I wasn't I mean no but it's not a knockout mainstream everyone mm. knows it as you claim okay well yeah it's not it's well it's fairly well known <laughs> yeah okay fairly we'll put it in the category yeah. fairly well known um, and the second bit of business so I got an email from a company and it was like hi uh, now that organised fun is is taking off uh, we'd like to offer you a transcript service where they you know like um, convert what we say into written so that I guess people can read it instead of listen to it. Right, I'm ne- okay. That's on, right. I'm so listening. obviously you have to pay for it. Oh yeah. But they sent me a sample. Oh no. Of our Sopio episode. Would oh, let's you like have a to look. hear it? No, let me have a look. No. Oh okay. no. So this is the first paragraph of our Sopio episode. See if it sounds familiar, reader. Reader? No, listener. Hi, I'm Phil. I almost fucking why wasn't ready. You literally said you will only know if I will that. Hi, I'm Phil. I am Mark. And welcome to Organise Fun, the board game podcast where this time we've been playing Sleepio. This is our first new like game of our third year because we've done mashups and expansions and whatevers. So they gay, as usual business. First based on you winning theatre was last week. Oh yeah, I did. Didn't I did that? So <laughs> Maybe probably... not the best. Well, it's just some speech recognition software, isn't it? They've put it through. but Probably going to pass on that though, I think. It's not very accurate. Maybe... Well, maybe we're not speaking clearly enough maybe. for the audio transcriptors to <laughs> write everything down that we say. Maybe in our next episode we should enunciate everything enunciate. perfectly clearly so that the transcribers the transcribing can transcribe can, it. Can transcribe us. Although it. I guess <laughs> if we speak at the same time that might make it difficult. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so no, probably going to leave that. So sorry if you're listening and you're Is deaf. There, oh, what if... <laughs> <laughs> what if there's a game that's like you know like Chinese whispers Chinese whispers but robotic but sort of robotic transcriptions where you transcription whispers where you sort of there's like a thing you have to like record in and then you have to pass it round and somehow it's someone writes it out sort of a cross between Chinese whispers and mastermind okay where there's like someone says something and it's written down then you have to guess you have to guess a word or something yeah cross between mastermind and Chinese whispers and yeah. something where you go yeah anyway I'm sure there's a game there somewhere well, like, robotic you, transcription you whisper into the thing and it prints out what it thinks you said okay. everyone has to guess it could be called shitty transcription <laughs> yeah. shitty transcription guessing but game maybe there's a sort of scrabble element in there as well <laughs> <laughs> maybe okay transcriptions <laughs> anyway so there you go that is the business now without further ado I introduce to you Kids on Bikes chapter 1 welcome to Bluesburg are you, are sitting, you sitting comfortably, comfortably? then I'll then begin, begin. 
Welcome to Bluesburg, a quiet town nestled on the banks of the Elvers River. Founded in 1873 when Charles Berry and Jacques Le Bleu were looking for a place to brew their unique beer. Famous for its statue of Charles Berry and infamous for its questionable night spot, the Rusty Keg, Bluesburg has managed to keep itself afloat, although changing attitudes have led to the emergence of the Temperance Society, who often find themselves at odds with the Blueberry Brewery. The original brewery mysteriously burned down, resulting in the death of Lucien Le Bleu, leaving Daniel Berry to set up the new brewery alone. Since then, Bluesburg has not been without its share of gossip and rumours. Some believe that Le Bleu's death was no accident. Others believe the secret ingredient in Blueberry Ale is actually human in origin. Are the Temperance Society part of a much bigger cult? Are the basketball team, the Blue Eels, using drugs to enhance their performance? Who knows? It's a sunny June afternoon. School and work has finished at lunchtime as the town gets ready to celebrate Brewer's Day, the annual commemoration of the town's founding by Charles Berry and Jacques Le Bleu. Janice, where are you and are you going to the celebrations in town? I obviously can't spend all my time sitting in the library studying up, so I am leaving school with my pals and heading to the celebrations. Jerry, where are you? Are you going to the celebrations? I am going nowhere near the celebrations, not being fond of people or uh, generally outdoors, um, or at least in the city. I'm, I'm very much staying at home. Can you describe your your cabin for us, please? Uh, so it's, it's a small kind of uh, uh, lodge made of uh, uh, kind of raw would um it's uh quite old um it probably wasn't occupied until i moved in uh, a couple of years ago um it's basically got uh three rooms sort of a living space a sleeping space and a toilet space um yeah it's kind of it, it's pretty basic um yeah it's it's not too exciting but it's sort of other side of the forest so what are you going to be doing instead while the town celebrates uh well you know Usual, usual kind of thing. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know, still watching TV or uh, kind of practice shooting things in the in the backyard, that kind of thing. You know, shooting, shooting hands off a wall. Tyler, where are you? Are you going to the town celebrations? Uh, I am going, but I'm sort of watching from a distance. So I'm at the back of the crowd. As the floats go past down the road, I'm sort of on the side, just watching, surveying the the area for unusual things possibly. And Sean, where are you and are you going to the celebrations? Um, I presume there will be drink and partying, so I'm there. The Town Square Brewer's Day celebrations. Crowds are already gathering in the square, decked out with bunting and stalls, selling cakes and lemonade. There's a few carnival games, shooting targets, knocking cans down, etc. There's a wooden stage and a podium in front of the town hall. Hortense Mondegreen, the head of the Temperance Society, is handing out leaflets, generally tutting with disapproval. A group of cool kids are hanging out by the Charles Berry statue, smoking and listening to a portable radio. Tyler. What do you do? What am I doing? What am I looking for? Um, I'm looking out. Is there like a local law enforcement people around? There is a this a smash. I mean, obviously Sheriff Blunt okay. is you know on patrol generally, but no one expects trouble at the Brewers Day I'm parade. I'm keeping a note on where the police base is, like where the car is and what the sheriff is doing. I'm just sort of wandering around between fairground attractions. I'm 
I'm just wondering. Yeah, just seeing, you know, what's going on or if, if there's anything suspicious happening. Sean, what are you doing? I presume that me and a load of mates are on the, having to go on the stools. Do you want to have a go on one of the stools? There's shooting targets or there's a tin can knocking down? Um, shooting target. Uh, can you roll for brains, please? I got a one. Oh, all of your bullets miss. Oh no! So badly, in fact, that the man um, operating the stall laughs and says, fucking pussy. <laughs> Oh, well, that's not very nice. Um, so I'm probably going to take offence at that. Cheered um, on by all my friends, I'm going to challenge him <laughs> to a shooting competition. A shooting... Despite the fact he owns a stall you think... and I have never held a gun before. I reckon I can win. You think you can beat me at my own game? I think a seven-year-old girl can beat you at your own game. <laughs> well, bring it on then. Three shots. The one who hits the most wins. (laughs) Shot one, I got a one. Two. All right, that's one for you. Shot number two, I got a four. I got a one. It's one for me. Shot number three, oh, I got a one. Three. Oh, well, fine. But you're still not having a prize because you missed the first time. Get out of here. That's fine. I'm going to swagger away. (laughs) (laughs) Janice, what do you do? Not being in the same crowd as Sean, I'm at the other store with my friends throwing stuff at cans, I guess. Uh, That is brawn. Six. You you knock a few cans down, but you don't manage to to knock them all down. Jerry, how how's life in the cabin? It's all right. I can still even the other side of the woods, I can still hear people having fun. It's <laughs> terrible. How are you feeling about it? You're not you're not um, tempted to go and investigate. Well, I can hear you know there are revelers sort of kind of wandering around town and and um, uh, sort of maybe making their way into the forest to uh, you know kind of. Think. <laughs> Mary, I might go and shout at them, tell them to sod off. It's at this time that uh, Sheriff Blunt approaches Tyler as he's... Sp- what what notes are you making there, son? Um, <laughs> what notes am I making? No, I'm just... I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just looking around. It looks like you've been making notes on the police's movements. No. Let me, let me oh, see your notebook then, please. I haven't, I haven't. I'm just making notes of things that I see. That's not illegal. <laughs> Show me. You're going to write test your charm. Four. All right, all right. Just make sure you stay out of trouble, though. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Eventually, the crowd hushes and an assistant taps the microphone on the podium. So, speech is about to begin. Where do you position yourselves and why? Tyler, are you staying at the back? I'm just... Yeah, just at the back of the crowd. Okay. Janice, what about you? Are you going to hear the speech? What are you doing? I'm going to sort of mosey in the direction, but stay in the back of the crowd, because, you know, we're teenagers. We're too cool to be in the crowd. You know, we'll lurk, and if it gets boring, we'll go get drunk in the woods or something. <laughs> Sean, what about you? Probably some beer. <laughs> um, me and a big group go right to the front so that we can shout obscenities as she's talking. A familiar figure steps up to the podium. Daniel Berry is a good-looking man, and he's early 40s wearing jeans and a check shirt good afternoon bluesburg i want to thank everyone for coming out to celebrate our wonderful town as you know it's been five years since the fire at the old brewery tragically took the life of my brewing partner lucien la blue but that accident has not dampened our spirits and the new blueberry brewery is going stronger than ever daniel berry raises a bottle to another prosperous year suddenly a loud booing is heard Ooh. 
I'm definitely going to join in with that. Everyone turns to see the local drunk, Howie Stone, shaking his fist. Get off, you charlatan! Load of old shit! Well, Daniel sighs. I'll be on the blueberry stall all evening. Do enjoy yourselves. He steps down to mild applause and heads to his stall. Janice, what do you do next? I go with my friends. We go to go around the back of the blueberry beer stall because my friend's brother works there and he's promised us some beer if we turn up. Who's your friend? Melissa. (laughs) Daniel Berry notices you approaching and says, Hi guys, take a free sample. Nice. How does it how does it taste? Great, can we have some more? Um, I need to save it and see if anyone else wants one first. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm afraid. It's really good. Don't be a greedy gannet now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean, sure. Sean, what about you? Um, well, I can only imagine that we're all laughing at the drunk. Howie Stone is just continue, you know, mumbling obscenities about Daniel Berry and the brewery. Oh, so we're going to ask him what he means so that we can mock him. First, you must test your grit, Sean, to cope with the stench of Harry Stone. Um, I got a three you're okay you're okay um just incidentally i mean howie stone is a a fairly well-known figure around town how do you know of him um oh my dad's a bit of a drunk isn't he they used to be drinking buddies he's basically you know when you're a kid and your parents friends are just like auntie julie and but they're not your auntie he's he probably when i was a kid i used to call him uncle howie then you know um he went much further downhill than my dad did and uh we haven't seen him in years other than just around town Oh, well, what do you want? Says Harry Stone. I'm going to try um, not to bring up the fact that I know him very well. So anyone associating me with uh, his love of drunkenness. I mean, to be fair, he's so wasted, he doesn't recognise you, so... Excellent. Okay. <laughs> I'll say um, again, what do you want? <laughs> Um, I'm gonna just ask, what were you talking about? Tell us, tell us what you were, uh, what you were saying, and we're just gonna laugh as he staggers around, gest- gesturing. Why should I tell you? What's in it for me? Um, well, not much. Oh well, I don't <laughs> see why I should tell you with persuasion skills like that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, that that bastard Daniel Berry cut me off. Why don't you get me some free samples and then I'll talk? Um, yeah, sure, we'll get you some free samples. Why don't you uh, let, tell us about it and someone you're going to get it. Well, you better give me my beer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm telling you, that Daniel Berry's full of shit. He's always going on about how tragic that fire was, but I think it was not an accident. Uh, We're all just going to jeer and go, oh yeah, so (laughs) what was it then? Not an accident. I think it was murder. That Daniel Berry is a murdering son bitch. I've never been allowed back in the brewery after I lost my job, but I bet there's some answers there. Now go go get me my beer. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. We'll uh, we'll do that. Jerry, how, how's life in the cabin? What's going on? It's good. I'm I'm now shouting at people, roaming the woods, just generally getting angry at all the noise. Um, <laughs> kind of heading uh, around the outskirts of the forest. Um, past the Blueberry Brewery to the bridge. Tyler, uh, what are you doing? Uh, well, I observe Howie, and, and I'm going to go and see if Howie is okay. Or sort of tell him to shut up. What do you want? Uh, what were you talking about earlier? Why should I tell you? Uh, well, I don't think you should go around shouting stuff. You Why? Don't know who's listening. It's a free country. What do you want about who's listening? <laughs> Who's listening? Well, you know, there's things in this town. You know. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should just watch out what you say and be careful who you talk to and what you shout about in public. How do you know of Howie, by the way? Um, well, well, obviously he's around town. Everyone knows who he is. Um, he was in the local newspaper a few years ago because he said he had been abducted by aliens. And <laughs> no, obviously nobody believed him, but I believed him. So I know, like, I know his what's happened to him in his life. Well, I'm... So I, I'm, I'm obviously suspicious as well. I'm not going to shut up. People deserve to know the truth. Where's that kid with my beer? Night creeps in and the fireworks display begins. All the booms and the flashing lights entrance the crowd. It's the perfect opportunity to sneak off if you wish. Boom, bang, crash. Jerry, what, what do you think? What's going on in your mind at this moment? Um, I'm thinking, what's it, evening now? I'm, you know, going for a walk, trying to enjoy the evening. Maybe I do watch the, the fireworks. Tell me, tell me two interesting <laughs> things that catch your attention on your evening walk. Um... <clears throat> It seems unusually quiet in the woods, um, kind of walking walking past it, sort of, I don't know, sort of as if, you know, there's maybe fewer birds and animals than normal. Um, and um, I also noticed that there are loads more uh, caravans, people kind of coming and camping and, you know, people normally come for the celebrations, but it seems like there are more than normal. Um, camper vans pulled up to the side of the road and that kind of thing. Janice, fireworks, what are you doing? So we've not managed to score any beer from Blokey, so we decided that we'll watch the fireworks but try and head towards the brewery because all the staff are here, see if we can, obviously because Melissa's brother works there, we know where we can get the beer from, sort of where the loading dock is, so we're going to try and score some beer and go. Mm-hmm have a fire and drink in the woods we're okay. underage so we're going to have to acquire our beer with some diffusion. Sean? Mm, I kind of want to go to the old brewery. Why? I just think it'd be cool. It's the sort of place you'd all go to a broken down old building. It's definitely like the subject of dares. I wouldn't go on my own. Quite <laughs> <laughs> like, who's there to commend me on my bravery. <laughs> so who's, who's your best mate in your group of mates? Um, Richard. Um, um, why, why do you get on with Richard so well? Um, um, probably um, we're both very good at the sport and we both kind of want to do it professionally whereas everyone else is mostly in it for either fun or um, like just the kudos we take it a little bit more seriously we train together we're probably not um, like really close but we have a common bond Tyler what are you doing when the fireworks are happening? Uh, well I took a few photos with my Polaroid camera the festivities and then I start walking back through the town on my way home Jerry as you're walking along towards the brewery, you encounter Janice and her friends also heading towards the brewery. So you you spot Janice and her gang. Janice, how many people are you with? How many friends are you out with? Four. Um, uh, oh, uh, it's a little bit late to be heading out to the woods, don't you think? None of your business. Well, looks like you've got an awful lot of booze there, and that is my business. When you're being rowdy at 2 a.m. and I'm trying to sleep. Don't worry, we won't go anywhere near your horrid little shack. We're gonna go on a fire by the river. Okay, you better stay away from my cabin. Jerry, are you are you just gonna trust Janice's word and, and let them go on, or what are you gonna do? <sighs> Uh, well, uh, I'm heading back to my shack now, so I'm going to make sure you don't go anywhere near it. So I'll walk with them until, you know, we part ways. 
Sean, you're on your way to the old brewery. When you get there, you can see the ruins of the building behind the chain link fence, covered in signs saying danger, keep out. Definitely a challenge. Hey brah, I totally dare you to go into the old brewery. Uh, yeah. Um, I bet you're too pussy to do it. Definitely not. That's a challenge. <laughs> well, I'm oh, going to do that sort of manly, like, shoulder punch and be like, I'm totally not. <laughs> uh, if you don't get over that fence and into the old brewery, we and me and the rest of the team get to give you beets. And I don't mean beetroots. Um, cool. I am going to uh, posture and proclaim my strength and skill and courage. Yeah, is it just the two of us? Big group. Uh, how many How many friends have you gone with? Well, I imagine, yeah, I don't know, five in total. Richard challenged you to, uh, to break in and get over the fence. So how are you going to do that? Um, well, I'm going to assess the situation. Is there somewhere that's obviously dilapidated? Fence-wise, uh, test your brains. Three. You found you found a gap, but it might be a bit of a tight squeeze. Right. I am going to use my great strength to try and you know like pull the uh, the wire back so I can get through. Roll for strength. Oh my gosh, I got a 20. Describe how you power your way through the fence. I'm going to grab the uh, the wire and pull, and it's going to warp the whole fence <laughs> and create a gap big enough for me to not just crawl through, but walk through it in a manly fashion. As you approach the ruin, you see a guard approaching with a dog. Oh, uh, no one told me about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to... So how far is it to the brewery? Um, Let's say the fence was a good sort of 15 metres away from the brewery. So there's there's like a stretch of open wasteland uh, and the guard is just like sort of coming round the ruins. He's going to spot right. you imminently. I will definitely make it. I'm So is there an easily accessible window slash fire escape slash something? Uh, test your flight, please. 11. Yes, there's an easily accessible window well within reach. I head for it because the dare was to get in, so I'm not worried about being seen in court. Um, it's just easier if I'm not. <laughs> Picking your way through the ruins, you see that most of the lower levels are blocked by too much debris. What is one other interesting thing that you notice? Um, footprint. footprint. In the ash. Well, you've successfully, you've done the dare, you've impressed Richard, well done. I'm going to take something as a memento, as proof. What do you steal? I'm going to look around for something that's obviously from there, like an old bottle or a piece of machinery that's like hand-sized. I'm going to take a, um, a bottle that's like burnt, it's obviously like cracked and the label's peeling. Janice and friends. So you're heading to the new brewery, yeah? Yeah. It's a large red brick building. The intoxicating smell of booze lingers in the air. But obviously it's closed because it's night time. But we managed to swipe a key from Melissa's brother. That's why we're going there to go get some ready-packed booze. What is Melissa's brother called? Dwayne. So is Dwayne going to unlock the front door or the back door? So you are in the bottling room. There's a, a production line, obviously, that's all silent now. Lots of racks with bottles that on a normal day would be zooming around before ending up in crates. There's a door at the back on the left. Sounds interesting. We, we have come with a specific purpose, so we're going to grab a crate of booze. Try and lift a crate of booze. 
and take it away with us. Let's go for grit. Bye. Yeah, you you pick up a crate of beer and you uh, you've successfully you've got it. Yay. What now? We're gonna head back out to the woods. Uh, Jerry, how are you gonna feel about about these youths drinking near your abode? Uh, I'm not gonna think very highly of that at all. Um, <laughs> I can drink wherever they goddamn please, but as long as it's without, you know, more than a mile from where I live. Um, yeah, I'm a bit intrigued by, you know, this group of sort of walking along, sort of vaguely near them, and then all of a sudden they sort of disappear around the back of this brewery and, and reappear with a crate of beer. It seems all very suspicious to me. Um, so I'm going to keep an eye on them, because I am paranoid. Tyler, wandering through town on your way home. Just walking across past the sheriff's station. What's your house like? Nice, it's alright. Good view across the road to the sheriff's station so I can see when the cars are going in and out of the lot. As you're leaving the town square, yeah. Hortense Mondegreen corners you. Uh, who's that again? She's the head of the Temperance Society. Oh, okay. Um, she is 64. She's a finely turned out lady in a big hat. She usually has a clutch bag or a parasol and an expression of utter disapproval. Uh, she stuffs a leaflet into your hand and says, I hope you can join us. Uh, and she's given you a flyer for a temperance meeting. Abstinence is key, it says. The Bluesburg Temperance Society invites you to a meeting tonight at 9pm sharp to discuss how to free our town from the clutches of Blueberry Brewery. Oh, that's intriguing. I shall head over there. Janice, can you describe how the proceedings at your little forest booze party are going? So, we've gone into the woods. We're sort of not too far from the brewery because, you know, we're carrying a big crate, but sort of far enough in that we're towards the... What river is that? <coughs> the towards Elvis. the Elvis River. So we're sort of <laughs> close to the Elvis River bank. We found a clearing the crate down we're just starting to get a fire starting to make a big bonfire so gathering all the wood jerry they're making a bonfire yeah they're yeah nowhere near my cabin which is good so i'm gonna leave them to it and wander uh back up around the forest i think as you're wandering through the forest you come across one of those many caravans that you noticed earlier uh and you see uh an old man getting out of the caravan just pottering about doing caravany things yeah evening all right you live around here uh, I. Uh, we're we're here for the tour of the Blueberry Brewery. It's famous around these parts. Oh, I yeah, it's pretty good. You uh, you ever been to that there brewery? Uh, I used to work in the old brewery once upon a time. Or oh, what were you doing there? Uh, I was a bottler. Um, that there tour is it is it worth worth going? Uh, not the price they're paying these days or charging these days, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of interesting, I suppose. How much? How much is tickets? I know we come all this way, but we we're woefully under research. Uh, they're fifteen bucks now. I remember when we used to do them for a, a buck and a half. I tell you what, why don't you come back here in the morning um, and I'll pay you $10 and you can give us a sneaky tour, personal-like. Oh, I don't know about that. I haven't worked there in ages. Well, fuck oh. you then. Fuck off. I was just, I was just trying to be, <laughs> just trying to be helpful. <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll go and pay the $15 and do the proper thing tomorrow then. I think you might have to. Sorry I can't be uh, more help, sir. <laughs> Good night. 
Sean, after bravely, successfully completing your dare and robbing an old burnt bottle from the brewery, what's what's your night now? So I got out all right. I showed off my bottle. I'm well proud of myself. I'm strutting around. All my friends are clapping me on the back, cheering like I've just won a game. But I'm curious why there's a guard guarding an old building that isn't worth anything. And I'm going to mention this to Richard because I know that despite his uh, laddish ways, he is a child at heart and he likes the notion of buried treasure. Wow, dude, there's obviously still loads of like valuable shit and stuff there. It totally is. But dude, brah, you've already been in. Proves we can get in. That security guard wasn't any good. Uh, you want to go back right now? Um, dude. Yeah, you scared? I'm going to challenge him. Scared? No, I ain't scared of nothing. Uh, that's all right then, because there's nothing to be scared of other than the dog and falling through the floorboards that are all burnt. Nothing at all. <laughs> Okay. I reckon I reckon we can get one other person to join us. Who who do you choose of your your gang of friends? Oh, it'll be a hanger-oner, Ed. Ed, the hanger-oner. He's, like, desperate to be one of the cool kids, but he's not. He's one of those, like, he's on the sports team, but he's not really got it. He's, like, he's just not cool. Okay, well, you're going to stroll through the immense hole that you ripped in the fence. Yeah, we're going to time it so the guard is, like, gone, round on his circuit. It's gone. And then we're going to stroll through, go in the window. Richard and Ed are not as uh, graceful as you, so... (laughs) I am spectacular. They're going to need to test their flight. Uh, so if you roll for Richard. Oh, he got 11 as well. Okay, Richard successfully makes it through the window. What about poor poor Ed? Oh, six. <laughs> He's not as good, is he? Uh, Ed, Ed scrabbles through the window, um, but he manages to dislodge uh, a piece of crumbling brickwork, which makes a, you know, <laughs> sound. No, we're going to round on him and, you know, <laughs> tell him not to be so fucking loud. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help it, you guys. My foot <laughs> slipped. This is why nobody lets you play by your goalkeeper. <laughs> I just want to be cool like you. <laughs> Yeah, well, sharp and find something um, cool then. Find it. We're trying to find something to. Uh, uh, we're trying to find what they're hiding. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, what about this piece of metal? What is it? I don't know. Well, Ed, you're going to be more trouble than you're worth. I wish you hadn't come. Definitely going to push him. Test your brawn, please. I mean, I'm sorry, Ed, but you're annoying. Uh, 15 plus one. So that's quite a hefty shove. So. Ed... <laughs> yeah, I'm stronger than I thought. <laughs> um, Ed goes stumbling back out the window <laughs> you've just you've just ganked ed through the window and he uh lands in a heap on the floor thus attracting the guard's attention oh, what's going it. on there <laughs> <laughs> what is it fido okay we're gonna look out the window the guard's seen him yes okay we're gonna go the other way yeah like we're going in to look we're carrying on can you explain why why should ed not grass you up um well i suspect that he probably will i'm gonna make his life a living hell if he does but, you know. Ow! My arm! <laughs> oh no, he broke his arm. Damn it, damn it, uh, Sean, you know I've got allergies. As a parting shot, I'm gonna shout, shut the fuck up, and then run. <laughs> Ed does grass you up to the security guard, so the security guard climbs in through the window. Cool. Is the dog inside? Um, yes, he's he's got the dog under his arm, and he's climbed in through the window. With his <laughs> I reckon I've got time to search the whole building and get out before he's climbed in, I'm fine. <laughs> Okay, the security guard spots you and gives chase. Oh, what a dick. Um, well, I'm 
still looking for something. But he's chasing you. Unusual. Come back here. We've oh. already got your skanky little friend. I'm very much not going to come back. So I'm going to find an easy exit. We'll both roll a d12 and see who wins. Four plus one. I've got six. The guard, you almost narrowly escape, but the guard manages to grab you and apprehend your business. Cool. Um, I'm going to struggle initially. Let's go with brawn 16 plus one okay you you easily evade capture but richard is not so lucky security guard his little miniature handbag dog has got richard i knew i should have just come back in on my own um so where do you run to sean um an appropriate easy exit are you gonna go back through the like are you gonna just abandon your friends and go um i'm gonna see can i see where he takes them without being seen uh let's test brains yeah you can find somewhere to hide and observe cool because i don't reckon he can capture two teenagers on his own he gets his walkie-talkie out and he calls for backup tyler you're on your way to the temperance society it's a stone temple of a building giving the society a much grander feeling than it deserves you arrive just in time for the meeting you're ushered through the foyer into the large meeting room you're surprised to see so many people there who do you see that you'd rather avoid um howie why the fuck is he at the temperance meeting <laughs> he's not given a leaflet Test your flight. Cool. Howie unfortunately spots you. Hey, hey guy! Hey! <laughs> I remember you from back at the thing, the fireworks and that. Come sit with me! What are you doing here? Ah, uh, the lady gave me a leaflet. I thought there was beer. Oh. Temperance means beer, right? Well, just keep quiet and don't start shouting in public again. <laughs> <laughs> Standing at the front is Hortense Mondegreen, uh, a big abstinence banner behind her. You're just in time as Hortense begins her speech. Ladies and gentlemen, it is high time we loosed ourselves from the moral anchor that is Blueberry Brewery. Yes, we owe so much to Charles Berry and Jacques Lebleu, but they are long gone. The latest generation leaves a lot to be desired. Daniel Berry has strayed into the ungodly and he must be stopped we all know that something changed when the old brewery burnt down maybe a key ingredient was lost maybe berry just went insane who knows the sheriff refuses to believe us so alas we must take matters into our own hands we shall take a short break then i want suggestions Hortense steps down and gets herself a glass of water. What do you do? Um, I go up to her. Yes? Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, do you have any suggestions for what we can do about Blueberry Brewery? Uh, well, I've been scoping out the place recently. Have you indeed? Yeah. And what have you discovered with this well, scoping? I think there's more going on there than you think. I don't think they're just making beer. Well, you know, we've always believed that some Something suspicious is going on. Body parts are being put in the beer, you know. I believe you. <laughs> if you want further proof, you should check the records. A number of brewery employees have gone missing over the past five years. Mm, I would like to see those records. <laughs> well, it's night time now, dear, but you'll have to wait until tomorrow. Right. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> now where do you go? <laughs> um, then I 
see, I scope out and see if Howie is still around. Howie has fallen asleep in the corner. Okay, well, I wake up Howie and say he's got to go. We go in. <laughs> what, what the fuck is that truck? Where's that you kid with my go. beer? <laughs> yeah, you need to go, Howie. We're going. So, are you taking Howie out? Yeah. Janice, how's your how's your party in the woods going? And all right, we've got a fire going, um, singing some songs, just sort of chilling out. I've got my Walkman, we're singing along to all the hits. What's what's your favourite song that you're really into at the moment? Holding out for a hero. You are hanging out, chilling out, when uh, a figure approaches out of the trees. You recognise it to be Trent Blackwell, the school bully. He's uh, 16. He's a perfect haired rich boy from Le Bleu Mansions. He always wears a letter jacket and a condescending sneer. Oh look, a loser convention. Great. Were you drinking there, um, Janice Hooper? What are you drinking there, Hooper? Give me some of that beer. Why? Uh, otherwise, I will pick on you at school like a douche. I don't want to. We have to go and get this ourselves. Go get your own beer. Where'd you get it from? Brewery. How? None of your business. Well, I guess I'm just going to sit here a while. Trent picks up a stick and starts poking the fire belligerently. Oh, that sucks, because that's, that's just kind of killed the mood of the party now. But we don't, we're all sort of looking at each other, trying to decide whether we should leave, whether we should just give him a beer and hope he'll fuck off. Well, as the sidekick and not the leader, I'm going to look to Sandy. Uh, tell us about Sandy. Why is, <laughs> San- is Sandy a girl or a boy? Sandy's a girl. Why is Sandy your friend? Sandy is my friend because we had maths together since middle school and we used to sit together in maths and in lunch and they've just been best friends ever since. What? What's the matter, Janice? Oh, he's kind of ruined it. I really don't want him to be here, but I don't think we can make him go. Oh, I don't know. I think he's dreaming. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, um, Betty Smith at school from chemistry, she says he's a great kisser. So I mean, you want him to stay? Well, you never know. If we give him a beer, maybe he might make out with us. A cave and go and get him a beer. Oh, great. Thanks, Janice. I knew you were cool underneath all that, all those spots. Whatever. <laughs> and then go far away from him as I can. Night, night gets on. Night, night sort of passes. Right, Janice, what are your as you're as you're heading home after your woods party? What are your lasting memories of the evening? It felt really cool going into the brewery and getting the beer. But what's his name? Trent. Yeah, but Trent kind of ruined it by turning up and gate crashing. Did so I'm mostly grumpy that he ruined our fun. Did Trent get off with Sandy? Yeah. Jerry, you know. Night closes on a yet another Brewers Day celebration. How how are you feeling about life in general? Oh, life is the same. Although it feels like the town is changing. Uh, Do you think the town is changing for better or for worse? Nah, more outsiders than normal. Like people, you know, coming all this way and camping out just to, you know, pay fifteen bucks to go around the brewery kind of seems a bit strange. Um, yeah. It's not like the old days. Tyler, you've taken Howie home. How do you feel about yet another Brewer's Day celebration? How do you feel about the um, Hortense Mondegreen's claims? Well, I'd like to find out a bit more information. and Maybe there is an ally there in finding out the truth. And Sean, you've you've witnessed 
Christ. Uh, backup arrived, and Richard and Ed have been uh, cautioned, scolded, and uh, sent on their way. Well, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about either going home or going back in. They'll <laughs> they'll have let their guard down now. <laughs> I'm just curious now. Mm. I might go. I might go home. I think you should. I have, go do home, I have right? to decide? I'll do, I'll go home. Go home. You can come back another time. To be continued.